Welcome back to Community Conversations. Uh, we're doing this one over Zoom and I'm thrilled that we're gonna be talking about the Capital Arts Fest, which is coming up here in just a couple of weekends. And here to talk more about that is Tim Sink. He's the president of the Greater Concord Chamber of Commerce. And we have Emily Marsh, who is, don't let me get this wrong, the creative director at the Greater Concord Chamber of Commerce. And you two I know have been very busy uh, coordinating, putting this together. And from what I've seen and heard, it's going to be an amazing event. So maybe Tim, just to get us started, tell us a little bit more about, just in a nutshell, what the Capital Arts Fest is. Sure, Josh. <clears throat> this actually, this event um, had its genesis five years ago, and it was a, an opportunity to celebrate the reopening of Concord's downtown and to showcase downtown as really um, a cultural center for the state and, and a community-wide celebration. So the Chamber and the Capital Center for the Arts teamed up um, with Creative Concord, our, our task force that works on the creative economy, and put together a day long of activities and brought in some very interesting cultural acts and engaged local cultural organizations to do demonstrations and dances and musical performances and that sort of thing. It, was, it happened on a rainy spring Saturday, but nevertheless, people came out and it was, uh, it was a terrific event. But it was meant as a one-time deal, just a one-shot celebration of the reopening of downtown Concord. And the subsequent year, the League of New Hampshire Craftsmen uh, wanted to put on a fine arts fair, a fine crafts fair in downtown Concord. And they asked if they could use the brand of Capital Arts Fest, which we thought, that's terrific, of course. So for the past three years, um, the League of New Hampshire Craftsmen has been hosting a, a fine arts crafts fair on South Main Street. This past year, we decided to bring back the original version in, um, in addition to the crafts fair and really bring in a lot of entertainment and bring back those local cultural organizations for a big celebration. And now we're kind of looking at it as like a post-COVID, hey, we're beginning to reopen the economy. We hope it stays open and we wanna celebrate this. And we also want to showcase Concord and the surrounding region as a cultural center for New Hampshire. So um, we worked with, the, again, the Capital Center for the Arts, the League of New Hampshire Craftsmen, Creative Concord, and put together what we think is gonna be really a terrific weekend of arts and culture uh, in, in downtown Concord and in some satellite locations as well. Beginning um, September 24th in the evening with an event that um, we're going to talk a little bit more about and then running Saturday and Sunday. So it's it's a full weekend of, of events. And Emily, maybe if you could just run through what some of those different satellite locations are and what are some of the uh, events throughout the weekend would be. Yeah, so as Tim mentioned, there's a great kickoff night at Kimball Jenkins. So it's a little away from downtown at a really cool site. There's gonna be all kinds of things and an exhibit, a salsa dancing class, um, a ballet performance, a special movie by Red River Theaters. And then if you want to, you can go to a show at the Capitol Center that night. Um, then continuing into Saturday, Saturday is really, I think the biggest day there are, let's see, uh, nine venues that are participating a lot downtown. Of course, that the League of New Hampshire Craftsman Fair is the central point that a lot of people are gonna be around, but there's other things going on too. Um, Canterbury Shaker Village, of course, the Capitol Center and Bank of New Hampshire Stage, lots of live music and shows, um, plenty of outdoor performances too. 
the um, music school is going to be doing some activities as well. Um, Hatbox Theater, the McAuliffe Shepherd Discovery Center has some kind of kid-friendly arts and crafts projects going on too. And then um, we also have a show at NHTI and uh, the New Hampshire State House will be open for tours as well, which is pretty cool. Um, then Sunday, even more stuff going on. Um, a lot of the uh, a lot of shows at the previous locations, but also there will be poetry readings at Gibson's Bookstore by some really great uh, readers. Will be there sharing their favorite poems. Um, yeah, and a lot of other great activities going on. New Hampshire Scott will be there that day doing uh, Highland pipe and drums, and you get to do some dancing. There's something really cool called called sound painting where people get to sing and make sounds and be part of this musical performance. It's uh, friendly for all ages and I, I can't wait to check it out. It should be really cool. One thing I'll, I'll mention is that there's a theme, sort of a theme that we didn't really intend, but um, a lot of hands-on opportunity for people that are attending these events to sort of jump in and participate. The music school, um, their entire day really is participatory. A number of the, the acts that will be taking place in downtown Concord, same thing. You, you participate, it's audience participation. Um, at Kimball Jenkins, there's a salsa dance lesson. So, you know, things like that you can uh, jump in on. So, so great opportunity for kind of hands-on. And the other thing I wanna mention, one of the cool things about having the Capital Center, we have wonderful local cultural organizations participating and they're really what we're gonna be showcasing. But to supplement that, um, the Capital Center secured funding from the Guile Concert Series and was able to go out and bring in some, some kind of very unique acts that are gonna be um, kind of eye-popping and lots of fun. And, and Emily gave you a flavor for one of those, but there, will, there are gonna be several. So it's gonna be a very colorful, fun uh, mix of events and happenings. I saw a video of people doing acrobatics while playing instruments. Yeah, <laughs> that's just one example of the great things that that trust is bringing in. That's great. And that one won't be interactive, right? I'm not going to be getting on doing acrobatics. <laughs> Maybe so. We, we're, yeah, we're, we've got some ropes going across Main Street, so be prepared. Uh, but I like the mix of the interactive, but there's also options for people to sit back and just enjoy, listen to music or walk through and enjoy um, the League of New Hampshire craft fair. So it's a combination of interactive and also just immersing yourself in the culture and the art um, that Concord has to offer, which I think is really cool. Yeah, we really wanna uh, encourage people to take advantage of the fine arts and crafts fair that the League's putting on. We're gonna have more than 30 juried artists that are, are showcasing their products. This is a great opportunity to do some early Christmas shopping. So I'm just planting that seed, you know, it's great to observe some of these things, but it's also important to support the arts and why not do a little early Christmas shopping and, and get a feel for what's out there. Because if, if this year is any, if past years are any indication, there are some really very interesting pieces that you can get and um, uh, for all budgets. Right, and we know that those juried artists, they produce really, really high quality work, whether it's glass blowing or whether it's woodwork or all different types of, of metal work, um, that they're really high quality pieces. Um, I know from having seen that in years past. 
So something that you kind of alluded to early Christmas shopping, which you planted the seed in my head, I'm thinking about that now for my family, but that sort of alludes to a point, sort of the big picture about a creative economy and how that's important to a community. Um, for our audience, could you maybe just share more the concept of what is a creative economy and how, I guess in a financial way, how that can benefit um, the Concord area? Sure, it's, it's really been a priority of the chamber for more than a decade now, advancing the creative economy. And that refers not just to the arts and culture, but all businesses and private enterprise that use creativity in order to generate wealth, you know, create jobs, things of that nature. So think in terms of architectural firms, they're very much a part of the creative economy. I mean, the design that go into some structures is really, you know, it's artistic. Think um, furniture design, for instance, we have locally Company C in Concord. And if you haven't been inside Company C, they have some really um, fabulous, really interesting furniture designs. The, they don't manufacture in Concord, but all the design work takes place in Concord. That's the creative economy. So it's, it's really a big chunk of the economy. If, if you simply break out arts and culture, even that is very substantial. And we know this because um, we've been participating in Americans for the Arts surveys every five years, measuring nonprofit cultural organizations' impacts on the local economy. So back in 2010, we did this survey. It was limited to the larger nonprofit cultural organizations in and around Concord. And we measured those organizations' impact on the economy, what they're spending, jobs they're creating, things of that nature. But we also measured the spending of guests coming to performances with intercept surveys. So for instance, when the Capital Center for the Arts held the show, um, surveys were taken of visitors asking questions like, where are you coming from? Are you spending the evening? Did you go out to dinner? How much did you spend? How long are you here for? And we get a dollar amount per attendee average of these different events. And we collected 800 of these intercept surveys. So we were able to get a, a very conservative um, estimate of what the impacts of those organizations, just the nonprofit cultural organizations. First year we did it, it came up with a direct spending of 17 plus million dollars. The second time we did it, five years later, that number almost doubled. It was $32 million. So we saw a substantial growth from phase one to phase two, and we knew we were going in the direction. But think of it, Josh, and I know I'm talking a lot, but over the past 15 years, you know, look at what has happened with the Capital Center for the Arts, Red River Theater, um, Bank of New Hampshire Stage, um, you know, the Concord Community Music School has always been thriving, Hatbox Theater. There's been a lot of increase to arts and culture in Concord over the past 15 years. That's impacting our economy, not just in direct spending, but also in um, our ability to attract talent here, our ability to retain companies, because it's a cool place to live. It's a cool place to work. Why wouldn't you want to live here? That's important for talent recruitment. Yeah, I can say from just being in the area a long time, it felt like, and this is, I don't want to go too far down this tangent, but when the Main Street project happened, that seemed like a really big launching point. And then the Bank of New Hampshire stage that it seemed like that woke up the downtown area to a certain degree that, and then you get more performances and um, it, it seemed like that sort of, from my perspective, seemed to get the ball rolling with, with what you're talking about there. So I think that's great. 
So again, we're talking with Tim Sink and Emily Marsh from the Greater Concord Chamber of Commerce, uh, talking about Capital Arts Fest, which is coming up September 24th, 25th, 26th. Now, I just wanted to ask, uh, and maybe this is an Emily question, where can people find out more to see if the schedule of events might change a little bit or to, to learn more about where they can go, how it all works, um, where would they check that out? Yeah, so kind of our, our go-to place for information is visitconcord-nh.com slash capital-arts-fest. And Josh, I'm sure you're going to add that link here. It's really quick, easy to find. While you're there, you can check out the Visit Concord NH website with lots of information about uh, restaurants, where to stay, if you're planning to come to Concord from, from a little farther away to check out this great festival. We're looking forward to it. And uh, uh, it's just another thing that's happening. It feels like September in Concord, there's just so many great things happening almost every weekend. And Capital Arts Fest is just a great way for people to get out, have fun, and maybe spend a little money, a little holiday shopping, uh, supporting local artists uh, and supporting uh, their creative economy. So again, thank you uh, to Tim Sink and Emily March for joining us on Community Conversations. And we're looking forward to Capital Arts Fest. We hope you will attend. Um, and thank you for watching this program. We hope to see you next time. Thanks.